the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. Appreciate you joining in this morning here. Uh, following right behind the garden, guys. All good stuff. Um, they always have amazing things to uh, to uh, talk about when it comes to uh, plants. So I listen to them uh, when it comes to my plants, and they've helped me out quite a few times, along with uh, the, the grow stuff that they uh, recommend to put on my plants. So... All, all good stuff. Always good to listen to. But today we're talking about uh, this hour, auto repair and automotive stuff. So anything automotive related, give me a call. one 1170 That's 888-344-1170. Um, really good stuff today. It's been a busy week in the automotive world, at least in my automotive world, fixing cars and uh, all kinds of great stuff. Um our topic today is uh, keeping critters out of your car. What to do uh, when when mice and rats tend to uh, raid your vehicle, along with bunnies and cats and everything else. It's that time of year. So usually when the weather changes like this and it gets uh, cooler, uh, rats and mice start looking for nesting spots. Um, when you turn your vehicle off, it stays warm up in the engine compartment for a while. Um, same thing with your neighbor's cat or your cat, etc., so you need to be careful with those uh, animals getting up in there, and uh, and, and we're going to talk about. But the real real uh, problem with uh, the whole mice and rats and things like that is uh, the damage they can do to your vehicle. Um, most people don't know, but uh, often that damage is covered by your insurance too, um, if that does happen. But we've seen vehicles that have thousands of dollars worth of damage to uh, wiring harnesses and sensors and all kinds of things um, just to leave after we get them all cleaned up to come back with the more damage again. So keeping rats and mice and, and uh, uh, those critters out of your vehicle is, is imperative because, like I said, it can cost lots of money. Uh, and it's inconvenient, and it can cause a lot of damage to your vehicle. So that's one of the things we're talking about this morning. But anything automotive related, I'm happy to talk to you about this morning. one 1170 That's 888-344-1170. Um, just give us a shout and or give me a shout today. It's just me. Kevin's out today. But uh, I'm happy to talk to you about, uh, like I said, anything automotive related. Um, let's see. Automotive, this, you know, still... Uh, Obviously, uh, EVs are still high in the news. Um, folks talking about what's going to happen with uh, all that and how we're going to power those up. So uh, um, other good topics uh, that are up this week. Um, there's quite a few. Uh, obviously, the price of gas here in San Diego is crazy still. So uh, I don't think uh, um, we're going to see this uh go down anytime soon so um keeping your vehicle in uh, a prime working order if you have a if you're not driving an ev uh is is imperative for gas mileage and keeping things in good working order um somebody said to me uh i mentioned i didn't employee mention uh last week we talked about tune-ups and what it actually means these days and uh and on most vehicles it's spark plugs and and plug wires or, or spark plug boots uh, maybe a fuel filter induction service, placing your air filter, those those kind of items. 
although the air filter obviously should be checked regularly during service. Uh, um, it's not necessarily so much a, a mileage issue with the air filter, but a uh, you know how dirty is it? So want to keep that clean and keep the air going into the engine uh, extremely clean. Um, but uh, somebody asked me about, uh, said, well, somebody mentioned a tune-up. I didn't think there's such a thing as a tune-up anymore. And to be honest with you, it's just the term tune-up has really changed on vehicles. Um, it doesn't mean the same thing it used to. Back in the day, it meant points and condenser and set and dwell and timing and, and adjusting the carburetor and all those things. And we don't do any of that anymore because it doesn't exist on a vehicle any longer. So um, the stuff that we do do for a tune-up, though, is spark plugs and plug plug wires or boots and, and replace a fuel filter if there's one replaceable, those kind of items. And still important, um, it's just longer mileage intervals between doing them because most, uh, which we talked about, most of the spark plugs uh, um, are, you know, platinum or iridium or double platinum or whatever they are, and they last up to close to 100,000 miles. So whereas back in the day, uh, normal spark plugs, cop core spark plugs, um, they were good for about 30,000 miles. That's about it. So then you had to change them. So along with that and reset, like I said, points and condenser set in the dwell, the point gap, uh, um, all those great things. A lot of technicians these days aren't even, uh, that's been long gone. We switched to electronic ignition in the eighties, early eighties. So, um, late seventies and got rid of, uh, um, yeah, late seventies, middle seventies in there somewhere. So long before we got rid of the carburetor even because we went to an electronic carburetor on cars and in the eighties, then fuel injection in the eighties. And, and there's hasn't been any such thing as a carburetor since some time. I think we discussed this before, but somewhere in the eighties, um, middle eighties was the last carburetor middle to late maybe. Um, maybe early nineties on a couple foreign cars. Um, like the Hyundai Excel when it first came out, it was carbureted. What a nightmare to get that car to pass smog too was, uh, even after it was three to four years old, it had all kinds of carburetor issues. My favorite used to be the Honda, uh, uh, preludes. They, uh, um, used to have these side draft carburetors. Sometimes, um, some of those vehicles had two carburetors on them. They were uh, fun to get set up and, and work right because not only were they side drafts, but they were electronic uh, and had all kinds of issues along the way. So always been some great stuff. But I do remember the uh, three-barrel Honda Accords back in the day. Used to actually rebuild those carburetors without even taking the carburetor off the car. You would just uh, pull the top off and rebuild them right there on the car. Um, they had a lot of float issues and, and needle and seat problems. So you could... uh disassemble uh, them right there on the car and do so and save yourself a bunch of time while rebuilding it because uh, um, usually it was the, the float and the needle and seat causing a problem. Uh, the idle barrel, which we called it, so it really was a two and a half barrel carburetor. The, the barrel that uh, handled the idle was this little barrel and uh, you uh, um, it would start dumping fuel at idle and cause the car to run extremely rich. So, And those are back in the fun uh, smog days of uh, um, two-speed uh testing before we uh you know um had a bar 97 so that was back in the bar 90 days um whereas two speed uh testing you didn't there was no dyno um and getting the emissions in on those cars was a job the good news today is most cars run stay pretty you know you keep them in in good order they stay uh, uh pretty emissions free we don't have the failures like we used to so um it's more uh um code or sensor related or, or failures because somebody's tampered with the vehicle. So, um, but just some fun stuff that, uh, some old stuff as far as that goes when it comes to cars and things we don't see anymore. Um, today's vehicles obviously uh, monitor themselves quite well. And, uh, usually you're addressing or dealing with a drivability or a check engine like concern long before it comes to a small concern. So, um, but uh, definitely different uh, different times when it comes to that and the quality of vehicles and, and the technology that we have uh, have moved to. Um, you wouldn't, 20 years ago, we'd have never been talking about going to, uh, you know, 20% of people driving electric cars. So as far as that goes, uh, uh, things have definitely changed. Um, GM had the 
EV back then, 20 years ago. That was an interesting vehicle. You uh, um, accelerated a bunch with it. Boy, you could just watch the charge on the battery go down uh, versus today where you get 300 miles out of a electric car and you can drive it like a race car if you like. So definitely uh, the technology has really uh, pushed everything from electric cars to uh, um, gas and diesel vehicles um, to a lot higher quality and and drive better drivability and items like that. So, um, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Anything automotive related? I'm here to talk to you about. Uh, like I said, we are talking about keeping critters out of your car and some of the things that uh, uh, to do. Um, the actual best way to do this, if you have a problem, there's a couple things that you want to avoid, obviously, and that's parking your vehicle um, anywhere near, um, like wooded areas where you leave it set for a period of time um, it doesn't take long for these creatures to get into your car to be honest with you so um but uh um you know overgrown areas wood piles places where they tend to uh, have their habitat um if they're not in your vehicle um it can be you know um keeping stuff around them such as you know a lot of people draw them in uh keeping like dog food in your garage that that these animals can get to um then they look for your warm car to climb up in and nest in the engine compartment they can make quite a mess um in the getting into the um remember they can almost squeeze into anything so you get them up in the car and they get into the uh ducting of, in your dash and then we've had them die inside inside the dash which requires to disassemble the entire dash um, not to mention all the wiring they eat on the way there. So um, the damage is just amazing. And, and like I said, this time of year when we start to go into where it's cooler out, um, I know it doesn't feel like it right now. It's been quite warm here in San Diego. But uh, where it's definitely cooler out, um, they start to climb up and look a place like that to nest. And, and they like the warmth and, and the protection also. I mean, it's dry. They get up in the valley, especially if you have a vehicle that's a V6 or a V8 and get down in the valley under the intake, it's it's a good place to be. Can't imagine being one of them uh, when when you start up the vehicle and go to drive away, though, but just one of those things as far as that goes. All right, folks, one 888 anything automotive-related. We're going to take our first break here real quick, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Appreciate you joining me this morning as we're talking all things automotive. You can give me a shout here, one 888 anything automotive related, I'm happy to talk to you about. Do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido, AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks up there for coming on 30 years now. Time flies. Trust me. Um, along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved. Taking care of folks out there for 10 years now almost. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue. Uh, taking care of folks in Central San Diego right there. AAA approved and smog certified. Um, wow, for just over five years. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall. Uh, AAA approved and star certified for smog. Taking care of folks over there for right here in the Golden Triangle for uh, just over three years. So all of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. And that is we all believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. 
Stop in to have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. Um, the West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs uh, on approved uh, credit, of course. But uh, great thing to have. You grab yourself uh, one of those. We can get you approved on the spot. And you can use it over and over again. It's a West Automotive Group uh, a credit card, basically. But six months no interest every time you use it. It's great to have in your pocket, frees up your other cards, plus like like six months. You don't have to pay any interest on it no matter what. So it's it's a good uh, good way to go. Um, you can also take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis or diagnosis for any concern. Best money ever spent, I always say, is on a uh, qualified diagnosis at a quality facility by a qualified technician. Saves you a lot of money in the long run. We sure do see a lot of cars come in that people have thrown a lot of money at. Uh, trying to fix things, and uh, then they uh, uh, have to come in, get them diagnosed and fixed properly. So whether it be at another facility or, or on their own, just getting a diagnosed a vehicle diagnosed properly and fixed properly the first time saves you money in the long run, trust me. Um, we also offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home, and we have uh, rental vehicles available with uh, rental facilities near us at all four locations. Get you helped out if you need a car for the day while your vehicle is being serviced or repaired. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram by going to uh, westautomotivegroup.com and just click on the, the links there and it'll take you and you can uh, follow us. And uh, we send little tips out and things automotive related, um, all kinds of stuff over uh, um, the week during uh, all the time. So good stuff. My social media people post really cool stuff that we uh, all do together here and there. We throw out pictures and things we're working on and stuff like that. Um, you can also click on the auto man segments where you can go uh, after uh, um, every week. I do the auto man for Fox uh, five and the CW news and uh, they're posted weekly after that on our YouTube channel there. So, but you can get there through westautomotivegroup.com. Just click on it and, uh, they're all there to check out. And if you don't see them on the news, um, you can also uh, click on Auto Talk Radio where we post all of these um, after they're live, the podcast of the show. And you can listen to them or download them. Uh, you can also get all of those podcasts on the go at uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. They're all available there. Just go to the Answer San Diego 1170, then uh, weekend shows, and you can download from there. So good stuff. Um, you can also email me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. So if you want to know anything about us, though, give it, go ahead and uh, um, just go to westautomotivegroup.com and you can reach us from there for sure. Um, or this morning, if you have anything automotive related, one 888 That's 888-344-1170. We're happy to talk about. So we, we were... Uh, talking about uh, getting rats and mice in your vehicle and the damage they can do. Um, um, and I mean, there's, there's several, I mean, not only financially the damage they can do to your car, but health wise, having them in there, um, you don't want vermin like that ar- around you or, or getting into, you know, they get in the air box, you turn on the AC, the, that small particles come out. We just don't, it, there's so much bad stuff that happens along with this. So, Tried to avoid keeping them out. Um, and if you do research on this, you have this problem. If you have, you'll find out there's all kinds of things people, there's lights people make that flash. People say, leave your hood open. Um, a lot of this is is tough to work with. You know, mothballs, they say, <laughs> dryer sheets. Um, tend to not, not, I think the dryer sheet, what it does more is mask the, the smell or, or issue of them versus, uh, actually, uh, keeping them away. Um, but the one thing that we found that's, uh, friendly to people and it smells good to people, but not to uh, rats and mice is pure extract peppermint oil. Um, there used to be these cans that were made. They're basically vented little cans that you can add, uh, got, um, little bag inside of them that holds the peppermint oil, but you can make your own if you need to with a, um, a little can, um, and then buy glue and magnets on them. 
you put those around inside the uh, engine compartment um, with the smell of peppermint oil on them. And you, you can get peppermint oil, obviously, off the Internet um, anywhere or buy it at different stores. But uh, by doing so, um, putting those in the engine compartment helps keep uh, these rats and mice away. And it also smells good to you as a person. So um, much better than mothballs or, or other uh, uh, remedies that uh, folks have out there. And it actually works. So um, it will keep them away, and, and uh, that's uh, the goal. You keep them out of your engine compartment and in the woods where they belong, and, and that's a, a good thing. Um, s- part of the reason some cars get this abused worse uh, when they're put in the uh, environment where it's available for the uh, rats and mice is uh, f- for a few years there, and I think they've kind of gone away from it now. But um, some of the wiring insulation on certain cars was soy-based. So it was good to them. They chew on it and they, and they just chew it up. Um, we've seen vehicles that we've opened that have been nested in that uh, have uh, whole wiring harnesses destroyed. So when you start talking about an engine wiring harness on a vehicle and replacing it inside the uh, engine compartment... Uh, let me tell you, you can get into thousands of dollars quickly. It's an extremely expensive endeavor. And a lot of times the harness isn't repairable. You have to replace the entire harness. Um, so, and hopefully it's available. Otherwise, we have to look for a used harness to replace the whole thing with. Which, uh, once again, not only is the harness expensive, but... Uh, um, the, the labor to do so because to try to individually repair all these wires that have been chewed on um, would be even more expensive and, and very tedious in, in long term. And then as you go through doing something like that, if you have to, um, you can find other issues along the way, et cetera, um, that have been damaged. So these, these little vermin get in there and they just destroy everything. And, and it tends to be more rats that do, do more damage, the little mice uh, get in there and can do things, but they, they don't seem to do as much. Um, but we do see rats and, and obviously, I mean, especially here in Southern California, we have groves and grove rats and, 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 uh, you know, especially the rats that live near avocado groves and places like that. Uh, they're quite healthy and they get up in your car and nesting and create quite the issue. So, uh, want, want to avoid that and, uh, and keep them out of there. So that's, uh, um, like I said, that the flashing lights and the other things like that, I I, ha, I don't can't speak that they work that great. I've had people. There's also a little uh, um, supposedly um, boxes that emit a noise that they don't like that you can put in your vehicle. Um, the only concern with that is how it affects uh, other animals. You know, as far as if you have dogs or cats, or you got to keep in mind that they're they're animals too, and they a lot of them hear on the same frequencies and levels. So. Um, you got to be uh, careful with that. We don't want to be affecting our 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 domesticated pets while you're trying to keep these other animals away. Um, so that's why the pure extract peppermint oil seems to be one of the uh, uh, best things. Um, when when parking your vehicle, obviously, like I said, you know, if you uh, um, keep it away from areas like tall grass, wood piles, uh, you know. These these uh, vermin are just looking for uh, a dry place to nest, and that's what they get up in there, and then they start eating on everything and, and produce a big uh, problem. And and as I said, getting down, they get down in the dash, and often uh, um, you they don't get extracted. They they pass away there, and we have to go in and extract them. And that is one um, not very good smelling situation. So as far as that goes, and. Um, and the reason I talked about the the animal food, storing it like in a garage where your car is, stuff like that, and it's not in a uh, rat and mice proof containers, um, they drag that stuff up in your car. You know, we often find uh, um, snail shells. Uh, uh, for some reason, they love to eat snails. Uh, dog and cat food, etc. They'll drag it all up in there, and I tell you what, they nest up nicely inside an engine and just um, do a a great job at destroying wiring and everything else. We found them in air boxes where they eat holes right through air filters. So it's, it's just very interesting uh, what they can do to a car and, and it's uh, they, they destroy it. That's for sure. So it's one of the reasons we're talking about it today. Um, 
just one of those things you need to be aware of. And if anybody's ever uh, uh, dealt with this, you know. And like I said, it's expensive, often cause, causes a lot of drivability problems with a vehicle, um, and it's frustrating for sure. And it does not smell good. That's the, the second thing. And often, you know, we have to, uh, we get a car in like this. We Sometimes people don't know about it because it hasn't caused an issue as far as drivability-wise, and it's only in the engine compartment. We've opened hoods, and, uh, you know, car comes in for a smog or service. You're like, oh, smokes. This is a problem. It's a really big problem as far as that goes. So um, that's why we're talking a little bit about keep keeping them out. You can give me a call here, though, one 888 anything automotive-related. That's 8 888-344-1170, and uh, happy to talk to you. Give us a call, anything automotive-related. We're going to take our uh, last break here real quick. Um, You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 at 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. I hope you all have an amazing Saturday morning so far. Um, just uh, cruising along here, talking about how the kind of damage that uh, can be done by uh, rats and mice in your car and why, why we need to avoid it, for sure. So, good stuff as far as that goes. Um... One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Anything automotive related, I'm happy to talk to you about. So, just cruising along, hoping I'm bringing you guys some good information and things that uh, automotive wise that uh, you need to avoid as we uh, discuss these different things. I'm happy to talk about anything automotive related, though. Um. Like I said, keeping critters out of your car important. We've opened uh, car hoods and had mad bunnies jump out before. Um, rabbits are not happy when they ride on a hot engine somewhere. So, um, but they don't know how to get off of the engine sometimes and get get a bunny up in there, get the car started. They can do damage to a car too. But more than not, it's rats that we see that cause issues. Do want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We don't sell or stock any other battery at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. Uh, Interstate Batteries are the number one technician worldwide recommended battery. So um, they are the battery that uh, we recommend and stock. If you need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Make an appointment. We'll get you in and get an Interstate installed. If you need a battery for any other uh, use or reason, you can visit them at their storefronts at 9345 Cabin Drive in Miramar or La Mesa at 70th University. They truly have um, batteries for every need, and they are, like I said, the highest quality batteries out there. So go and check them out. That's Interstate Battery, battery for every need. Um, Good stuff as far as that goes. Let's see if they're, uh, you know, basically the whole keeping critters out of your car, um, the mice and rats thing. It's uh, just be cognizant of where you park your vehicle and and uh, as far as that goes, and that will help. And then also, you know, every now and then pop the hood and take a look to make sure because uh, it's easier to clean up and get get them out of there if, it, if it's uh, just starting than it is after they've been there for quite a while. So never, never a good thing as far as that goes. All right, let's see what Alan has to say. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Brian. How are you doing, my friend? Doing good. Uh, hey, uh, listening to you at the beginning of the show. Well, let me first ask you, uh, has people had a problem in town with, with rats or mice under, under the hood? 
Yeah, we. You know what? It. Uh, we we see this uh, cars that uh, you, you don't necessarily have to be out. You know. In, or have any property, et cetera. Um, if there's a place that's even uh, close, you know, like, I mean, often people have like a, like a citrus tree or a, or, or a, uh, um, avocado tree, you know, one or two. And those actually draw the rats in like crazy. They're not stupid. They like to eat things like that. So then, then they can get into cars. So, so yeah, we see it in the city too. Okay. That's, that's interesting. I, I've never had a problem. I'm in Chula Vista and, and the old part of Chula Vista, West Park, mm-hmm. and never heard of anyone having that kind of a problem down here. But we're close to the country club. We're about a block over from the east side of the country club. Mm-hmm. And we get a lot of uh, wildlife like possums and, and uh, whatever that uh, come over from the country club, but never had any problems with uh, any under the hood. Yeah, it's it just it's hit or miss. I'll be honest with you. Um, I can't t- tell you how how that uh, happens and how they think. But uh, uh, we, you know, have had cars towed in that um, you would think to yourself, where they tell you they park like why why this car? Um, but then again, certain cars and it was mo- certain models of Hondas and other cars we see it more with, and and they attracted them by the by the uh, coating they used on the wiring. So um, they have now changed that. The manufacturers have, but we we see see a lot of problems with that. Yeah, just before you mentioned my my thought pattern was there's something about the flavor of wiring on certain cars, but it could be yeah, it could be a, a coating or something that they're attracted to. Some of the wiring they had, the coatings they had used were were had uh, like a soy base to them actually. So that's why they said that it, it attracted the rats to them. After that, I mean, when they designed it, it was. It wasn't for that reason. They weren't trying to attract rats to it. But afterwards, obviously, they were like, oh, that's a bad idea. So it's been changed up since then. Yeah. Do you have any idea where you can get peppermint oil, just plain peppermint oil? Uh, you you know what? I buy it because uh, I have a car that par- that's parked a lot, um, one of the cars I have. And um, I just go on the Internet, put in pure extract peppermint oil, and I buy it there. In little, It's not very expensive it, through Amazon. Okay, that's, that's, that's the easiest idea. way to get it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Hey, uh, what I really called in about was your, your the beginning of the program. You were talking about carbureted engines. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an '89 uh, Ford Festiva. It's carbureted. There nice. were two versions of it. One's fuel injected, and one's carbureted. So mm-hmm. I've got the carbureted uh, car. And I'm just wondering. I I know this is uh, probably a, a off topic for for somebody in the service industry, but why don't they design cars that they know? have some reliability and can pass smog. Like my little uh, Festiva still requires smog, mm-hmm. and it seems to pass fine. Uh, why don't they build cars like that uh, that are e- easier to work on, actually, than uh, all the electronics and everything? Go back to old designs that work. Well, trying to- that, that car still passes smog, but the allowable emission levels of it through smog are way higher than newer cars. There's no question about it. So um, the whole thing in in what we created and what we've been trying to do for years and what they're doing with is is reducing emissions. Obviously, they want they want zero emission cars and nothing's going to be zero emissions when it's a gas or, or diesel. But they're the emissions are way reduced almost to a point that the machines we used it. If you put a like a five gas analyzer on them, it shows zero now, we know it's not putting out zeros, but it's just putting out such a small amount of emissions that, that it's not even registering as far as that goes. And therefore, um, you know, helping the environment, that's really what it's about. So um, that, that car definitely puts out more emissions than today's newer cars. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, and even though it does pass it, in other words, you're saying it's not as efficient as newer designs? Yeah, and the requirements as far as the levels that it's allowed to put out are higher. Because they know that car can never put put out the low emission levels that like a twenty twenty two car does, um, because the technology wasn't there. We weren't using it back then, so um, that's why they allow that car to pass smog. But uh, if you looked at the um, actual, and that car for the age of it has to be done on a bar ninety seven dyno, so it, it it does get uh, a sniffer test, unlike newer cars do today. Um, uh, but uh, the reason that we don't sniff test them anymore is we've gotten the systems to where they control the emissions so well and then tell on themselves if there's a problem. So check okay. engine light, et cetera. So, yeah. Okay. But the cutoffs are, are higher for that vehicle. All right. 
just just one comment. It just when you look at the automotive industry or even just any technology, it just seems like there are forces driving it that are hard to understand. Like now, we're off into electric vehicle technology, which is a lot of political, and it's not a practical system at this point. It's not practical at all, to be honest with you. And and, and really, to be honest with you, um, the automotive industry isn't driving the electric vehicle thing. It, it's more of a political thing. There's no question about it. They're just being forced in that direction, um, you know, and not to get too political with it. But uh, listen, I've talked about this a hundred times, which which and I don't, and, you know, and uh, which makes you think this is way more political than it is anything else. If you actually talk about the carbon footprint of an electric vehicle from mining the material, I mean, I forget the amount of tons of earth that needs to be unearthed to create a battery, one of those hybrid batteries or full electric vehicle batteries. It's an astronomical amount of earth. So if you take the carbon footprint of a full electric vehicle from cradle to grave, that means making, you know, digging up the raw materials needed to produce the battery, et cetera, and all that to grave, um, its environmental impact is worse than today's produce new gasoline vehicles as far as that goes so um it's you're not saving the environment you're really not and then we you go all the way down to the the part of where do you think electricity comes from it does yes yes it's green for you at your house but but it's not green how it's produced and we have to produce it somehow we've got in the u.s here we we don't use um, nuclear power plants any longer that was probably the cleanest as long as there was no issues the cleanest uh uh a power producer, so we use coal and natural gas, and that, that's how we produce electricity, right? So, right. So that's not environmentally friendly. Um, and then you get down to the part that our whole structure can't support everybody driving electric vehicles anyway. It's just not going to happen. So, um, and even people like e- Elon Musk agree to this that. It's just not feasible. You know, electric cars are great, and there's a certain percentage of people that use them, and they, it works out great, right? But just it's not going to, for everybody, it's not, not the answer, I don't think. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. I, I kind of, I just love watching this and what, you know, but you, I think you hit it on the head. A lot of it is political. Yeah, and it's just even from the standpoint of driving into a gas station and filling your tank up takes what? At the maximum 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, I think you even talked about it on the, on your show that if you hook up to one of those chargers and you go shopping in a mall, and and the thing after uh, after it quits charging, they're charging you a dollar a minute or something like that. Some crazy like, like that, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's not fe- feasible for anybody, uh, even if even if you set a timer or something like that, a reminder, uh, you're going to have some walking time back to your car, and it's just I don't know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, you know, we. Uh it's just it's just interesting that you know so many things can get pushed in a certain way and this is the one that I'm dealing with all the time because obviously it's part of the automotive industry um but uh yeah i uh, electric cars you know they're fun they're great it's all good the technology's there um but uh, as far as um if you wanted a car that you run around town all day long and stuff like that yeah you know it it'll work for you but uh I do not see this is is the answer, and and it's not that environmentally friendly. So I don't, uh, <laughs> you, you, that's kind of the way it's touted, but it it just doesn't work out that way. So. Okay, Brian, you're almost at your break. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Alan. Hey, thanks for calling in. Always great to talk to you. You have a wonderful, safe weekend. Thanks you too, Brian. Take care. Bye. Bye. So, um, great points when it comes to electric cars are so interesting. I and and this push to have everybody. Um, go that direction and, and just the things that we do. It often seems like we jump off a, when it comes to certain things, automotive way, well, probably other ways too, but the automotive stuff is what I pay attention to, you know? Um, so we start talking about electric cars. The next thing you know, we, we are, are, uh, saying that in 2035, we're not going to sell anything but electric cars. Well, Gee, that's a kind of a a big thing, a big jump to go to when you consider that our infrastructure and everything else can't support these electric cars. Um, and and when you say twenty thirty five, I mean we're in twenty twenty two, heading to twenty twenty three here shortly. That's not that far away. So we're talking about twelve years, and uh, it, it's just interesting. I you know 
the things we do. But that that's a different show and a and, and a different thing to talk about. So I want to stick to the fact that uh, just a, if you if you're buying an electric car to be environmentally friendly, you're doing the wrong thing because they're not. Um, and then that doesn't even it, it always include the whole end of that car. Somewhere it's got to go. So. And let me tell you, some of these cars are extremely expensive to repair now when you start talking about electric batteries and hybrid batteries and stuff like that. You're not going to be happy when this car is out of warranty and it's full electric and you got to put, uh, got to put a, replace the battery in it and it's like $12,000, fifteen. You know, and I actually, I think to replace a Tesla battery right now is something like $22,000 or something like that. Um, that's crazy. You're not going to fix that car. It's time for it to go to the, the trash pile and get a new one. So, um, that's because by that point, um, the warranty's out on the car and you know, it's just not, not what you're going to be doing. So, uh, cars, uh, when it comes to that stuff is very interesting on electric vehicles. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how and, and, um, far when people just start discarding these, you know, so in other words, it, it's going to be like a throwaway car. You buy it, drive it. When it, the battery quits on it, you get rid of it. So like so many things these days, I guess. But it's a pretty spent, expensive thing to get rid of when you're talking about a $60,000 electric vehicle. So, But uh, to replace a battery in it uh, 10 years down the road and, and the value of it's way down and you, it's twenty two grand to do so, wow. Not, not, the, uh, not, not exactly what everybody's looking for nor that you want to do. That's for sure. All right, so the, today we were uh, discussing, uh, um, obviously, keeping rats and mice out of your vehicle. So my suggestion with this is if you have this problem, if you start to have this problem, because if not, you know, a lot of people don't ever have this problem. Be cognizant where you park your vehicle. Don't let it set too long, things like that. If you let vehicles set for quite a bit, this tends to happen. Or if you park near something that, that uh, houses these vermin, then they tend to get in your vehicle. So try to avoid that. But if you start to have this problem, the pure extract peppermint oil is the best thing that we found. It keeps them away. So and uh, basically what comes down to that is uh, you can create these little cans. There used to be a company that sold them. You can get them through Amazon stuff. They, I believe they've gone out of business because when you go on Amazon to look look for them, um, it shows the, the, the sales site on Amazon, but it says uh, permanently out of stock or something like that. So... Um, but you can create them yourself. They were just little metal cans with a magnet on them. Uh, and in, instead of the little uh, uh, bag inside of them, you can use uh, um, cotton balls, soak them in peppermint oil, etc. Something to hold the peppermint oil, obviously, and keep it suspended. And you have to refresh it every now and then. But uh, um, if you have to get a, a an issue like this fixed on your vehicle where they've gotten in and chewed up, cause a problem, uh, putting those cans in there works out well. Um, and it keeps them away. That way you don't have a reoccurrence because it's quite frustrating to uh, have the inside of your engine compartment chewed up by rats and mice continuously. So that that is my suggestion when it comes to that, the best way to keep keep them out and keep rid of them. Um, as far as that goes, uh, getting it fixed is important properly, um, which can be everything from replacing connectors to complete wiring harnesses. Um, they tend to chew on other things such as like windshield washer uh, fluid hoses. So you washer stops working because they chew holes in it. Uh, um, they chew on almost anything that is uh, 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 rubber or insulated, etc. I've seen holes in all kinds of things. I've actually seen them chew holes through plastic housings and everything else. So they can get quite aggressive uh, when they're up in there. So we want to keep them out of our car. That's the main thing. Um, and like a couple steps that I said, if you know, you have animals and you, you have animal food, don't leave it, uh, in, in stored in things that can be chewed through. Um, we all know that there's, there's, uh, you can purchase items to store animal food, like in your garage that, um, uh, are sealable, like hard plastic cans that these, they won't be able to chew through nor, nor also keeps the smell down. So therefore does not invite them in. So keeping them out of your car. So. Um, just avoid, uh, um, getting rats and mice and bunnies and anything else in your vehicle. And it works out, uh, the best. And if you do have this problem, get it fixed and put some pure extract peppermint oil in there. That's my best suggestion. It smells good to you and smells bad to them and, uh, keeps everything clean and, and doing the right thing. So no worries there as far as that goes. Um, 
see what else automotive this uh, uh, week. Uh, seen all kinds of things, uh, cars and stuff we talked about. Oh, I was uh, so we were talking about uh, for a second there when it comes to fixing hybrids and, and electric vehicles and the cost of some of the repairs on them is extreme when these vehicles are out of warranty. Um, so sometimes when you replace a transmission on one of these vehicles, if the inverter's been, if it's a hybrid, if the inverter's been damaged, which is often between the transmission and engine, then you have to replace that too. That can be another five to $6,000 on some of these vehicles. So the costs can be quite excessive. On some of these hybrid vehicles also, we talk about the batteries on them. Um, Priuses and Toyota battery technology for their hybrids, uh, um, although it's not cheap, I mean, to you know, three to four thousand, five thousand dollars by the time you get done with batteries. I do see some vehicles like some Nissans that batteries on some Fords uh, and some other uh, hybrid vehicles, the batteries are eleven, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars replaced. That's a heck of a lot of money on a vehicle that's got, you know, um, um, you know, a couple hundred thousand miles on it if you want to keep it going. So um, just some other things that uh, repairs that can add add up on these. Um, so keeping them in good working order. And if you're going to buy a hybrid vehicle, um, driving it quite a bit is uh, keeps uh, it in good working order, to be honest with you. So um, it, driving it too little causes issues. We work on a lot of Priuses for a, uh, um, a fleet. And they have some of the older Priuses and, and they go through batteries a lot. And the reason why they go through batteries a lot is because they don't get driven enough. So, and it's like a battery on your car, a regular car battery. Uh, if you let it just sit all the time, the battery tends to go to go bad quicker than it would if you used it regularly versus, you know, um, as far as that goes. So um, sometimes uh, with the hybrids and electric vehicles, uh, leaving them under um, to sit and not charge is not a good thing either. So uh, just uh, something to keep in mind. If you're going to purchase one of these vehicles, you need to drive it for sure. Uh, let's see. We have anything else uh, that's good in automotive uh, as far as this week. Um, covered uh, a bunch of good topics today. I appreciate the calls from everybody also that uh, um, came in and... Uh, just good stuff. And keeping your, like I said, uh, with the critter thing, just keep your car clean and everything everything out of it as far as that goes. And it will keep those uh, critters outside your vehicle, which is where we want them to be doing a, doing a thing uh, that they do. So um, I was trying to think of anything else great automotive related that we could cover this morning. Um, we got a few minutes here left uh, just to talk about. As far as that goes, um, things that I've seen people come in with, I, let's see, I talked to a client this week about, uh, um, collision stuff. That's another, uh, uh, aspect of, uh, auto repair, uh, that you want to make sure the vehicle is fixed right the first time. If you get in a collision, you want to make sure you get to a quality facility. They had actually reached out to me, uh, for his sister, a client of ours and said, you know, my, she was an accident. She needs to bring the vehicle and have it looked at. And I, the first thing that I said is, is it got, does it have body damage? And yes, absolutely, quite a bit of body damage. Well, the West Automotive Group, we don't do body work or collision work. Um, something's damaged underneath, such as running over a, a bent stuff, uh, as far as mechanical, all that, yes, obviously, and aligning things, things. But uh, if it's body damage, we recommend folks to different uh, uh, body shops uh, or collision shops that we've worked with, et cetera. Um, it's important to get to a quality collision shop, just like it is a quality auto repair shop. If you have that, that issue with your vehicle and you get in a collision because, uh, not fixed properly, um, that can cause, uh, uh, nightmares and headaches for, for years to come with the vehicle, um, and make you want to get rid of the vehicle if, uh, um, it's not fixed right properly. And as we've discussed in different shows, you know, there's, um, I've seen folks fix vehicles, um, for sale that have been totaled. Um, or I haven't seen them fix them, but they've come into us and things are missing off of them, such as they don't put airbags back in. They do things like that. So got to be very careful with that. A quality repair, whether it's collision or, or, or just mechanical servicing and, and repair, finding a quality facility is extremely important to get your vehicle uh, fixed right the f- 
fixed right the first time for sure. So um, just re- keep that in mind if you do get in an accident in your vehicle. Um, the technology is amazing today with vehicles and how they protect people too. That's another thing. Like we were talking about old cars, carbureted. Today's technology, as far as collision-wise, has come a long way with uh, all the ADOS systems, which uh, driver assist systems, basically they are, along with uh, uh, the airbag systems and, and all that stuff that help protect you if you do get in an accident. Um, so and we, we want to keep you all protected, for sure. So keeping your car uh, fixed right, and if you do get in an accident fixed properly, we'll keep it safe for you if uh, you do get in another accident down the road. So for sure, all those good things. Hey, folks, I do appreciate you joining me today. It's uh, been a good show. I always enjoy doing this, uh, and uh, um, I enjoy the calls that we get, folks to get to talk to, and uh, I appreciate everybody that does does listen. Uh, you need to keep the rubber side down, rubber side down, and the shiny side up. Uh, until next Saturday, we are always back on Saturday uh, morning from 7 to 8. Tell your friends. Uh, we're here to uh, talk about anything automotive-related. I do appreciate your calls um, and enjoy speaking with everybody. Um, I do this because I enjoy it, and uh, it's good, good, good stuff to talk about cars. Um, one one of the good things in in life right now, <laughs> as far as that goes. But uh, I I enjoy talking to everybody about cars and things as far as that as far as that goes. So be safe. Um, get your uh, hoopty out there and take her for a run. It's supposed to be a nice weekend, not too hot here in San Diego. So everybody else, be good, be safe. Get your car in and get it serviced. You've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. Until next Saturday, take care, folks. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.